Welcome to All Truth No Cap, the podcast for teenagers. Please take a second to follow and leave a review. This will allow the podcast to appear in the more frequently. If you do have a question or topic that you would like to hear more about, shoot me a message and we'll take some time to address that particular topic. Our goal is to help a generation navigate the world they are living in, so please share the link and give others a chance to get some help. Now, it's been a long time since we've uh, been together, and so I'm looking forward to uh, getting back on track here. And obviously, once you get uh, your life kind of in order and you get things going, uh, it's easier to get things done. And so, uh, really, this Sunday afternoon, really working at uh, getting it taken care of and uh, making sure that it is uh, ready to go. Today's topic, and uh, we're going to jump straight in, like I said, jump straight into uh, kind of helping things uh, or helping each other out, for lack of a better way to put it. Um, but we're going to look at a, an idea that really as Americans we've kind of, uh, we've made part of our lives. And uh, unfortunately, in regards to uh, the direction we're going to go today, though, you can kind of see how it's going to affect us in a negative way. And don't get me wrong, I'm saying nothing uh, negative uh, against the American people or anything like that. You're not going to find a more patriotic guy uh, than I am. Uh, but I do want to uh, look at this, and obviously you understand my heart and uh, where we're going with this here uh, pretty, uh, pretty quickly uh, once we get going. Um, I want to look at the idea today of uh, your comfort level. Um, not necessarily with uh, your work ethic and things like that. We might talk about that at a different time. Uh, but we're going to look at uh, your comfort level in regards to uh, the things you're willing to put up with, uh, the things you're willing to allow uh, to be part of your lives, uh, whether that be uh, actual people and uh, the friends that you hang around or your, or your peer group, or if that be uh, what you allow to hang around maybe on social media. And uh, you refuse to, to defeat things, and as a result, it's a constant battle. So once again, kind of looking just, like I said, at your comfort level. There's a story I heard uh, years ago that uh, if you take a frog and uh, you're looking to uh, cook that frog, and I know uh, that kind of seems like a, a disgusting thought, uh, although frog legs, not going to lie, frog legs aren't too bad. Um, but if you're looking to cook a frog and uh, you have a pot of boiling water on the stove and you drop that frog in, that frog is going to jump out. And uh, he's going to try to jump, uh, grab a hold of maybe the edge and pull himself out because he's going to do all he can to get out of that boiling water. But if you take a frog and you put him in room temperature water and you slowly turn that heat up and slowly turn it up and slowly turn it up, that frog will bask in that warmth and literally allow himself to be boiled and never have a clue to that it happened. And it all boils down to that comfort level. You know, the first frog, obviously boiling water, that's not comfortable to anybody. And so in turn, he was doing all he can to get away from it. Uh, but over time, he become, or with the, the second frog, over time, uh, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't that big of a deal at first. But over time, that, uh, the temperature got turned up more and turned up more and turned up more until eventually he killed himself. He boiled himself because he refused to get away from it. He allowed his comfort level to determine whether or not he was right. And so, like I said, we're going to look at that a little bit, uh, look at uh, this afternoon. I want to talk real quick about three characters, and it's not necessarily, they're, they're more of a jumping point um, before we're going to look at a couple verses here. But I do want to talk about three characters from God's Word, uh, just so you can kind of see see what I'm talking about here. Uh, the Bible says in the book of Judges, and uh, we did a whole series on, on a, this character from the Bible. Uh, the series is called Wasted Strength. We talked about a man named Samson. And the Bible says that over and over that Samson was uh, went down to the Philistines, or he was in the And yes, there were times he would kill the Philistines and times that the Philistines 
Pharisees hated him, but he was also very, very comfortable down there around them. Uh, you know, he took uh, his wife uh, was from uh, the Philistine nation. Uh, there were times that he he would just go down there and he'd spend time. You know, he didn't get to know uh, didn't get to know this woman or get to know the other people uh, without having spent time there. And so he be very became very, very comfortable around there. And obviously, you know, as a kid uh, or as a baby, I'm sorry, God told uh, his mother uh, that Moses was to take the Nazarite vow. Uh, he was supposed to be separated to God, and he never allowed himself to be separated to God. And in turn, he was comfortable around the Philistines. A couple other characters. Uh, we know uh, the story of Lot. Uh, the Bible says that Adam or Adam, Abraham and Lot uh, had a split. And uh, the Bible says that uh, their shepherds, uh, Lot's shepherds and Abraham's shepherds were at odds with each other. And they were fighting with each other and they were family. And Abraham said, look, this is not, it's not good. You know, this is going to affect our relationship. It's going to affect uh, how, uh, you know, how you view me, how I view you. And uh, things are just tense. And so here's, let's do this. Let's just split up. And uh, the Bible says that uh, Abraham gave Lot the chance to choose first. And he said, you know, you choose whatever you want. The Bible says he chose uh, the well-watered plains of Sodom. And uh, not looking, I mean, I imagine the uh, Sodom was a beautiful city from a distance. To be honest with you, a lot of times when I think of uh, him looking at it from a distance, I picture uh, the Wizard of Oz when Dorothy looks across the poppy field and she sees the Emerald City in the distance. And you think how beautiful that city was. I think that's how Sodom probably appeared. The Bible says he pitched his tent in the in the, the meadow in the plains there. And every time his tent flaps opened, it was looking toward the city of Sodom. And a little bit later, the Bible says that we find so uh, Lot in the city of Sodom. And uh, the Bible says then later he was makes, he made his dwelling place in, in the city of Sodom. And finally, we find him, the Bible says, dwelling in the gate of Sodom. He was a ruler. He was a leader there. In other words, the, the, the sin and everything that went on with uh, the city of Sodom, Lot was willing to overlook, whether he was uh, comfortable with the amount of money he was making. He didn't want to didn't stir the pot. Uh, whether he was, uh, it wasn't, uh, to him, it wasn't that big of a deal. I don't know all that went on. But I do know that he was comfortable enough there that the people chose him to be one of the rulers. And once again, seeing a, a not necessarily a Christian per se, though the Bible does call him a just man later in the New Testament, but we find a lot as a, as a quote, Christian, if we can call him that, uh, being comfortable in the city of Sodom. It, it was a comfortable thing with him. The last character I want to see is uh, the story of Peter. The Bible says that uh, Jesus goes into the Garden of Gethsemane and he prays and uh, Judas shows up with the religious leaders and the Roman soldiers and they take uh, Jesus captive. He walks up, he gives Jesus a kiss and betrays him and the Bible says that they take uh, Jesus at that point. We know Peter uh, yanks out his sword and hacks off Malchus's ear, uh, but Jesus says, no, Peter, put your sword away, puts Malchus's ear back on. And the Bible says that the disciples fled. Uh, they ran, they were afraid for their lives, whatever whatever the reasoning, they, they were gone. And the Bible says Jesus is taken to the house of uh, Caiaphas, or Annas and Caiaphas, the high priest uh, of the time. While there, uh, the Bible says that they're interrogating him, and the Bible says, obviously, during that time period, or during during the evening or the nighttime in the Middle East, it can get cool, it's the desert, and there was a big fire that was built, and all these, uh, maybe some soldiers and some religious leaders and these different men, uh, these different people had gathered around this fire to warm themselves, and uh, that's where we find Peter. The Bible says Peter came up, and uh, the maid says, you know what, I think you're one of them, Peter denies, and uh, no, I think you are, you're from Galilee, and he says, or he denies again, and finally, the third time, no, I know you were, the Bible says Peter began to curse and swear. I say all that to say this. Peter was comfortable with the, around the fire until they started asking questions. He was comfortable around the fire 
with the very same people who had just taken his Lord, who had just taken his his master, if you will, uh, and they were getting ready to kill him. But he was comfortable sitting around there uh, once again until those questions began to be asked. So as a Christian, like I said, we have to be very, very careful that we don't become uh, complacent. Uh, we don't become uh, comfortable around the things of this world. And that's difficult sometimes because, like I said at the beginning, uh, maybe it's who we follow on social media or the things we follow on social media or uh, the, the, the things we allow to influence us. We can be become desensitized, we can become dead uh, dead to things uh, because we allow it to hang around for so long, much like that frog that uh, the, as the water got turned up, he never realized that it was going to be a threat to him until it was too late at that until it was too late. And what I don't want to see uh, with with each and every one of us is it get to that point. I don't want I don't want to see us get to the point where we're comfortable with sin and we don't realize that that sin is is slowly but surely going to strangle us. If you uh, think of a, a python or a or a constrictor, uh, the snake, and uh, they don't come at, they don't come and attack initially. I think I used this example maybe in chapel or a teen service recently, but that uh, that snake uh, will will kind of playfully work its way around you. He'll playfully work its way maybe around your legs, around your arm. until it, So you think, you know what? Yes, it's not that bad. And that, that moment where you try to escape, okay, you know what? This is not, I'm not comfortable anymore. We've already allowed that snake to, to, to wind itself around us so much that as soon as he feels that tenseness of us trying to get out, he tightens up and we're toast. That's it. Uh, we're, we're done for outside, outside of a, an act of somebody outside of us. We're not strong enough to handle it. And like I said, what happens so often is we allow sin to hang around. We allow sin to not necessarily be a big deal. We don't make a big deal out of sin. And in turn, we become comfortable with it. And over time, what it's doing is it's wrapping itself around us and it's slowly but surely uh, lulling us into a false comfort, lulling us into a, a false sense of security. And all it's waiting for us, waiting is to kill us, it's waiting to strangle us. So, as a Christian, then what what are my what are my responses to that? Well, one thing I want you to see in Ephesians, and uh, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter five verse eleven, it says, "And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them." The first of all, the Bible says, "Unfruitful works of darkness." In other words, it's it's uh, an emptiness, uh, it's a pointless, uh, frivolous pursuance uh, or pursuit, I guess. Uh, but the Bible says to have no fellowship with them. To have no fellowship with something uh, means that I don't spend any time with it. This can be difficult, like I said, uh, because you know probably a good portion of you have phones. Obviously, you're probably listening to this on a phone. Um, but it's understanding, you know what, uh, the, the temptation is going to be there. I just had this conversation with, with uh, my oldest son the other day. Uh, the fact that, you know, the devil's looking for any opportunity. He's going to throw out something and see if you entertain the thought. It might be a pop-up ad, something you weren't searching for, but he's going to wait and see if you're going to be okay with it, if you're going to be comfortable with it. And then over time, he'll add more and he'll throw more at you until pretty soon, all of a sudden now, you are caught in a stranglehold and you'd have no idea where it began. In this case here, uh, Paul is talking to the Ephesians and he said, have no fellowship. Not some fellowship, not supervised fellowship, not uh, fellowship uh, that, uh, you know, your parents are okay with. No fellowship. You know, sometimes uh, sometimes parents, and I'll be honest with you, sometimes parents uh, will, uh, they get sick of hearing you beg and uh, complain and, and, and plead with them uh, to let you, uh, to, to let you have this or that or to be part of this or that. And so finally just say, you know what, fine. If that's what it's going to take, then fine not realizing that uh, you don't have the boundaries, you don't have the responsibility to keep an eye on yourself. And like I said, sometimes we look at it and we think, well, I can, I can. You can't. 
And that's why I've stressed so much. And once again, this is not a podcast against phones. What I'm saying, though, is we allow ourselves to fellowship or spend time with or spend time looking at or spend time listening to the wrong things. And over time, we as Christians become desensitized. We become uh, de- uh, we, we become or we become comfortable with those things uh, that, that the world is pushing. And as a result, we have no we don't know the truth. And so we allow ourselves to fall apart. And that's Paul tells them here. He says, look, don't have any fellowship with them. In other words, leave them. But, but wait a second. I have friends. Okay. Be very, very careful about the friends you choose. You will be what influences you. If that's social media, if that's friends, if, that, if that's family, you will become what you're allowing to influence you. And so Paul says, look, have no fellowship, none, absolutely no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. That's going to be part of uh, the standing up. And once again, I'm not stay. I'm not saying that you're going to go to, uh, you know, you go to for us a Winn Dixie or, or or a Publix or or a Rouse's or even a neighborhood Walmart. Then you go stand in the alcohol aisle and preach against alcohol. While the Bible says reprove, I'm not saying do that at all because now you're drawing unnecessary foolish attention towards yourself. What he's saying here, what Paul's saying is the the when when those uh, works of darkness, those unfruitful works of darkness come knocking and then temptation comes, be willing to step up and say, no, you know what? I'm not going to do that because that is wrong. I'm not going to. I'm going to stand up for what is right. But we don't. Why? Because we allow ourselves to get comfortable. It's a lot easier to just go with the flow. It's uncomfortable to step up and say, hey, you know what? That's wrong. I shouldn't do that. That's uncomfortable. We don't like that. And so what's comfortable is to say, okay, you know what? It's not that I'm just going to kind of sit back. I'm not, partake, I'm not partaking. I'm not participating. I'm going to kind of sit back. But what's happening is that influence will be becoming deadened to it. And next time it might be, okay, well, I'm going to try it. Or I'm going to be, and pretty soon we find ourselves locked into the bondage of sin. Why? Because we would not stand when the time came. The second thing, the very literally the very next verse, he says, first of all, I have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. Second of all, he says, for it is, listen to this now, for it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. You know, we might not necessarily take part at first, but we talk about them. It's much like, honestly, uh, you think of it this way. A lot of times you'll have people, they may tell tell stories of maybe friends or family from year, from days gone by. And uh, and I'm not talking about sin necessarily. I'm just talking about people stealing other people's story. And you know what? Well, my grandpa, my th- none of the stories are their own. They belong to somebody else. And what's happening here is this, the, Paul's telling the Ephesians, he says, look, uh, number one, you shouldn't participate in the unfruitful works of darkness. He said, but second of all, he said, it's a shame to even speak about those things. In other words, uh, the things that they're doing, the things, we're not speaking in a condemning way. We're just speaking about them and that those those words, those phrases are fresh in our mouths. And as a result, it's causing our thought pattern to stay with that. It's causing us to think about those things. It's causing those things to stay fresh in our mind. Remember, we're not supposed to have any fellowship with them. So the safest thing to do is to not even speak about them in, or in private, it says, and speak, or speak of them, or sorry, those things which are done of them in secret. In other words, you think, well, but they did this and this secret and that secret. You know, you know what? Stay as far away from it as you can get. Like I said, here's what it boils down to. Do you think you are worth fighting for? 
Well, but but it's not that big of a deal. It is a big deal. You have to step up and say, you know what? I will have no fellowship. I'm not going to partake. Not only that, I'm not even going to talk about it. I'm not even if they want if they're going to sin. I'm going to go see if I can help or go find somebody that can help them. Don't try to help them yourselves because unfortunately, a lot of times that's how people get pulled into sin. They get dragged into sin with necessary with good intentions. They say the road to hell is paved with good intentions. You know, yeah, I tried and I tried and I got pulled in as well. Find somebody who can help them, but ultimately you're to have no fellowship. And then second of all, you're not even supposed to speak of those things which goes on. But then here's one other thing in Romans 1.32. Romans 1 is a very, very harsh chapter from Paul uh, to the to the Roman Christians. Uh, but the Bible says in Romans 1.32, it says, uh, well, just I'll go back to verse 30. He's going through a list of different sins. And he says uh, in verse 30, he says, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful. Those are some pretty harsh sins. And the ones even before that that I didn't even read were even more harsh. But this is what I want you to pay attention to. Yes, there's a condemnation there and all that. But verse 32 says, who, knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death. Now watch. Not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. They take pleasure in it. Do you find yourself, uh, once again, finding sin not that big of a deal? Maybe to the point of joking about it? Finding things funny that uh, the world would think is funny, but God would in no way find funny? You know, like I said, you know, sometimes... uh, Unfortunately, as teenagers, you you hear things through social media or you you read things or you're watching reels or snaps or uh, you're on TikTok and you hear terminology and things like that. And uh, you think you begin to think it's funny. But what happens is it's going to mess with your brain to the point that you'll hear some in, in, in a normal conversation, maybe a teacher talking in class or your parents talking at home and they'll mention something, a term or something like that. And you'll laugh because your mind is so demented at that point because you can only think of perverted things why because you've taken pleasure in them for so long and you find yourself and you think how do I clean my mind up you cannot clean your mind up the only way for it to happen is for you to get in God's word and allow him to clean your mind up because like I said you're a human being what you're putting in those influences those things that number one you had the fellowship with and then number two you begin to talk about uh, and make it a bit make it a thing Ultimately, what's happened is that that has influenced you and affected your mind and the way you think. And now you cannot get away with it. Or I'm sorry, away from it. You can't get away from uh, the thought and somebody says something completely innocent or uh, you see this or you see that and you're automatically, your mind is thinking perverted things and wrong things. Why? Because you become so focused on those things from having the fellowship with that and uh, the, the, the reels that you watch and the TikToks you watch and you've allowed those things to influence you, like I said, so you find humor or as Romans 132 says you find pleasure in them that do them and what ends up happening is your uh, Christian life your heart is greatly marred because of your willingness to have fellowship your willingness to speak of what's being done even in secret and then lastly your willingness to take pleasure in that in other words you've become comfortable And as a Christian, when you become comfortable with the things of this world, it puts you in a very bad spot, but it also puts those who are around you in a very bad spot. Because now they're left with a choice, okay, I have have to leave this person's company because of the direction that they're headed. Don't allow yourself to be comfortable. As we looked at the example at the beginning with the frog, that frog 
poor frog, whatever you want to call him. Uh, but that poor frog, when that initially, you know, if somebody came knocking on your door and offered you some whatever, you'd know, no, absolutely not. Why? Because it was so upfront and so brazen. But what happens is the devil is subtle and he sends you a little bit here and a little bit there and watches you become deadened to it and you become apathetic toward it. It doesn't become that big of a deal. It lets you get comfortable. Then adds a little bit more and you become comfortable with that for a little while. And pretty soon you wonder, how did I get to this point? Like the frog, how am I to the point now where I can literally feel myself boiling? I'm not going to make it out of here. It's because way back when we didn't fight it and we allowed ourselves to be comfortable. Don't allow yourself to be comfortable with sin. Don't allow yourself to be comfortable around a world that is anti your God. You'll be much happier. You'll have a lot more peace when you know, you know what? Yes, I'm in this world. I don't have to be of this world. I'm going to stay uh, uncomfortable around the things of this world. I'm going to stay comfortable around the things of Christ. Well, I hope it's been a help to you. Like I said, we're gonna we're gonna stay stay on this. And if uh, you get the chance, remind me, shoot me a message or something to make sure that I stay on this. And uh, sometimes it helps to have people pushing from behind, pushing to make sure that things are getting done the way they're supposed to. Like I said, we'll uh, we'll get another one going. Hopefully here this afternoon, uh, maybe a little bit later. But uh, we'll try to get a few posted here and get this thing going. But like I said, until next time, we will uh, have a wonderful afternoon, and uh, we will see you.